What is up, middle class whole followers, listeners, whatever the hell else you do to tune in to the middle class holes. It's the first week of July 2023. Uh, it's only Fox Man here. We are taking the week off, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to enjoy some middle class holes content and material. We have a treat for you. It's the best of, or at least as we deemed it, the best of 2022 we had to circumvent some of the clips. We had to make some longer. We had to uh, pick and choose from a certain type of criteria to create, obviously, a uh, full episode as well as a full video. But we're going to start off with the best of 2022. This here is a opening, an intro that we like to do. We do cold intros, basically something that happened to one of us throughout the week, and then we'll base our conversation off of that. This is from a few months ago, the Astronaut Love Proposal episode. I started the bit by uh, or the opening talking about how I received a letter from a area's Jehovah Witness who was encouraging me to reach out to that person uh, and become a Jehovah's Witness myself. I actually had a few people uh, reach out to me to say that was just a great bit. My cousin uh, Carl out in Las Vegas called and texted me uh, personally to tell me that. So uh, I go over the letter uh, and myself, as as we usually do, myself, Murr, uh, and Alan devised a plan of how I'm going to contact this gentleman via prank phone call, of course, and uh, and possibly convert myself to a Jehovah's Witness. So here we are, first bit of the uh, best of 2022. Enjoy. So every day when I get home from work, most days because I'm, I'm the first one home, uh, mail gets pushed through. I have one of those slots in the door, you know, not an actual oh, mailbox. Oh, you cocksucker. Oh, anyway, what? yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to ruffle some feathers with such a story. Oh, yeah, no, that's it's a, it's a big deal. Okay, this isn't 19 fucking 30 where it's like, hey, Wesley, how you doing today? Tickle my fingers on the way through. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever about your stupid door slot. Hey, there ain't no uh, finger tickling. It's usually if I'm in the house, I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> my paranoid self. Anyway, see a couple of things scattered on the floor, a couple uh, you know, car insurance, uh, this and that and the other thing. Then a handwritten letter to me. To me, nice. holy hell! I kind of think I have an idea because I've got I got one of these before, but it's been a while. And still, I think my senses, which are pretty dull at the age of forty, I'm like whoa, what, 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 what's going on? Someone wrote me a letter. I don't know who the hell that is in the corner, but I'm going to open this. Murr, what do you got? Is it Jehovah's Witnesses? Oh, you bet your sweet ass is Jehovah's Witness. Fucking glory! Check You're this the out. The only one still dedicated <clears throat> enough to take pen to paper. All right, so. I'm going to show you this this uh, handwritten letter with some really good cursive, by the way, on a legal pad. Mm -hmm. Sent me a slew, yeah. a slew of pamphlets, five of them in here. Uh, <clears throat> say, what is the kingdom of God? Who really controls the world? Will the suffering ever end? Uh, just JW.org. And then uh, how do you view the Bible? Well, all, you know, very trifoldy. Alan, I got some questions for you, better than, by the way. Better than you guys. <laughs> you got some questions for me? What you got? Well, uh, let me, let me, I, uh, by the way, so for those of you who, uh, who are only listening, this okay. is a full, this is a legal pad. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. And then probably a quarter of the back. So front, Whoa. full front, Damn. full frontal and a quarter of the back. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to read this thing. I, the person blue took or the, black ink. Uh, it's tough to say. I'm gonna it's gotta be blue. I, it's it's definitely like a navy. Yeah, dark navy. So yeah. <clears throat> definitely like a navy. <laughs> I, uh, the fact I, that they went to the back, the fact they 
someone to the back of the page because I find myself, and thankfully I have a pretty robust vocabulary, I'll find myself like, oh, I want to fill this page up. So I'll start writing longer words and I'll start making my sentences a little more flowery mm -hmm. just to fill the page. They ran out of room mm -hmm. and they probably didn't say everything they wanted to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is like, you know, it, it took me hours to do like a thousand word essay in college on something that I was studying. This guy did a thousand words on me. He doesn't even fucking know me. But of course it, it gives, it says Wesley Fox at the top. And he knew my address. Bastards. How, how the hell I got into their fucking, their, their service, whatever. What did you sign up for? God, I got to stop drinking. All right. So I highlighted and of course in uh, yellow highlighter. So it's going to be tough to uh, pick out, oh, pick, pick out what I highlighted. Well, I was so excited. I didn't have a pink or a, a blue highlighter anyway. So I'm not reading all this, but this is some of the stuff that I uh, earmarked as uh substantial uh, the world today we see uh, the world today we see that many people are suffering due to disease food shortage natural disasters and war even on our streets so move down a little bit the bible reveals that satan the devil is in control of the world of mankind uh, this is from john 519 a little different from austin 316 but alan are you familiar with john 519 no okay no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i ain't that <clears throat> Good. <laughs> is, uh, so what is it? John, what? 519? John 519. Uh, Jehovah is determined to bring Satan to the end. Uh, and then we move on to the back here. Uh, last thing that I, that I saw was important. The Bible explains how the world would be after its ruler is removed from the earth. Peace at last. Yeah. Nice. And then then he, hey. he, he gave his phone number, which I will refrain from, uh, from, from sharing to the world. Uh, I, although I might... I don't, I don't know. know. You should probably share it. I you know. should probably call it. <laughs> I'm not I have this that. discussion. I'm not going to share yeah. it. I'm not going to. Oh, oh that's not a bad we idea. A, we do it live You're on You're damn right. It's a good idea. Let me think about this. Because I'm not. Because if I yeah. call him, then I got to give him my phone number. I mean, we can call him from WhatsApp. A uh, different app. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then we go by a different person. I say that, you know, hi. I'm, yeah, obviously, this, is, this <clears> becomes a gimmick at this point. But we don't think mm. about the name. After, before we say it, it's got to be on the fly. Like, hey, this is Ronald Ronson. You wrote me a letter. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote me a letter. Yeah. Um, it's Ronald P. World, my brother <laughs> Ernest, that I should get a hold of you. <laughs> uh, next bit is coming from the summer. Murr throws out a hypothetical where he asks, uh, how old, when was the oldest you were when someone played the Hey Mister game? And of course, if you aren't aware, if you've been living under a rock for a long time, you aren't aware of Hey Mister. That's where some underage person, uh, you know, solicits you some way, usually in the parking lot of a liquor store, and asks you if you will buy them beer. It goes on to a pretty good conversation, a little under four minutes. It's Hey Mister, buy me some beer. What was the oldest you were when you bought someone booze bought that was underage? Someone booze that was underage. Uh, I want to, it was probably like either mid to late twenties. Okay. Um, it was, it was back. I, I was either living in Delaware. Or I was living down here, but I was visiting Perryville and I bought some at that one on route 40 and these kids, uh, said, Hey, mister, can you, can you buy some beer? And I said, Hey, with the, uh, there they pulled straight up, pulled the, Hey, mister. And I was like, damn, you got some balls. Okay. And I was like, can you, can we get two cases of beer? It's like any beer. Yeah. Anything. Two thirty packs if if our money flies. Like what I was like, how much money do you have? And he showed me, I was like, All right, how, without handing me money, I'll go buy it and then I'll I'll take it down the street at a rural farms and put it in your truck. Uh that way that way I don't get fucking pinched for, you know, 
there's cameras right yeah. out here right now. So they did it, yeah. yeah, and I think I got them, like, I got them a case and a 30-pack, and then they gave me, like, 20 extra bucks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I just said, yeah, yeah no drinking and driving, okay? Cool. <laughs> be res- like me, be responsible. Drink responsible. <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> they take a fucking drink of yours. Like right there. Throw it over my shoulder. Like, beer breaks. Get my car. <laughs> I don't count this one, but when I was thinking about it the other day, I, I, I guess I have to count this one. I think I was like 27. Now these guys were like 20, but I worked with them. They worked with me, and and he was dude was like, "Hey man, give me a ride. You mind giving me a ride home?" And I was driving home, and he's like, "Hey man, I hate to ask, but you know." Did we? Did you stop and give me some beer? Like, and I didn't even think it. Like, yeah, why? Why? Yeah, just give me your money. Fine, let's go inside. And that's what I did. And I'm, I, I don't know, man. It was, it just wasn't a big deal. But I remember playing, hey, Mister, and it worked every time because where you, where you lived in mm-hmm. Perryville, you had Lindy's Market right at the end there, and that's where all the VA patients would walk down to <laughs> to get get their booze. So, so we would always look for like the oldest guy possible. And I saw this old guy sitting on the curb. I was like, hey, mister, you, you buy us a couple 30-packs? like, you give me a ride home? Deal. So he bought us two 30-packs of Bush. And I drove him back down to the VA hospital. And then I remember going over to Havity Grace and playing, hey, mister. And this motherfucker just all out snapped on me. I was like, hey, mister, you think you can, uh, got, like, no, fuck you. Hey, man, you're fucking younger than my son. I wouldn't buy him fucking beer. Why would I buy you fucking beer? I was like. All right, he's like, I should turn you in. I was like, you should just back the fuck off. Like, what are you doing? And I, but I guess I do get it now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Eh. Rock him. Rock that trick. Hey, and Alan, just to give you some context of what he's talking about, from the VA to the place that he used to hang out to <laughs> to apprehend VA patients who are coming to buy <laughs> alcohol for themselves, uh, for a patient to walk from point A to point B is a about two miles. Yeah. It's not like it's down to the street. <laughs> no, that's fair. Like, yeah, if I was the old guy, I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not trying to walk back. Well, I'll get, I'll get you some beer, little guy. Yes, it's very commendable. <laughs> very commendable what Murr and his friends were doing to to take these people back two miles. I'm talking more about the the alcohol addiction it is to walk two miles to go get beer. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just trying to help our veterans. I don't know what your problem is. I was going to say the government has abandoned our veterans. You know, you got to you got to treat them right You're when right they're in your local your local community. The next bit coming via Fun Fact Friday or O M G facts, as Murr emphatically uh, enunciates. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I don't recall the fact all that well because I don't remember what year. I do remember the city. It was Boston, Beantown, and they experienced a molasses flood, injuring a few, killing a few. And, of course, hilarity ensues as we talk about it. Did you know in 1919, an exploding storage tank flooded the streets of Boston with a wave of molasses 15 feet high? You can look this up on Wikipedia. It's called the Great Molasses Massacre. Jesus. Did anyone die? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know you think molasses moves at a slow pace. Well, f- when you've got feet. an entire when you've got an entire water fucking tower filled with sticky, gooey delightfulness hmm. just come crashing down. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Pompeii in fucking slow motion. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah I've Jim. heard of this. You've heard of that? Yeah, I've actually heard of this. Then it didn't sound pleasant. Did you have like a great uncle that uh, got burnt as a result, or it's like? Uh, no, believe it or not, my family isn't from here, <laughs> uh, Wesley. The molasses flood in Boston, Massachusetts, was not really a problem for my kin, but I've heard of, I've heard tell of such a thing in in history. <laughs> yeah, you, Alan, you're absolutely right. I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia page. Uh, 21 deaths, 150 injured, and no mention of anyone from the Giannis family uh, within <laughs> this Wikipedia page. Yeah. Yeah. We just missed. We had, we had just hopped on a boat back to Nicaragua. Right. I see. Uh, Eight, well, Breen, Brogan, Cloggerty, Callahan, D. Sacito, Duffy, Francis, Galadrina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the honest clan sold their house uh, to a couple of Irishmen that were it just rolled, rolled on into town. Uh, we kind of knew. That. Yeah, we, we, we were we were warned of a molasses meltdown <laughs> approaching. Did it happen to be a uh, uh, Peter Shaughnessy? He was a teamster. That, that was yeah, his occupation. That's the guy. Yeah. That was the guy. Yep, I thought that so. was him. Pete Pete, Pete Shaughnessy, uh, old Gramps called him. Yeah, uh, funny. <laughs> well, he was an eighteen-year-old teamster. So, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. life was rough back then, and he didn't live that long, especially when you can be killed killed by molasses in the streets. <laughs> It's the kind of bright-eyed kid you sell a fucking house to in Molasses Alley. I I like to show the, <laughs> the discrepancy of this. Peter Shaughnessy, eighteen teamster, died in this, and then uh, Michael Sinnott, seventy-eight messenger, also perished in the uh, wow. Great Molasses Flood. Dude, check this out though. Okay, um, it was what twelve thousand tons of molasses caused a wave. 25 feet high, moving at 35 miles an hour. Jesus. Jesus. There's no running. Get your surfboard. So fast for something so thick. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. This uh. also reminds I see, this is on a, like, check your, consider your source thing, but it's like uh, August 11th, 1903, the A's were visiting Boston. I'm assuming this is Philadelphia because the A's were in Philly then. Uh, then playing at Old Huntington Avenue grounds at the plate in seventh inning. <laughs> Rube Waddell, color for Southpaw pitcher for the A's, was known. Um, passing on. Uh, so a this a foul ball went over the right field bleachers and landed on the roof of a baked bean cannery next door. The ball came to rest in the steam whistle of the factory, which began to go off. Uh, as it was not quitting time, work as it was not quitting time, workers thought it was an emergency and abandoned their post. A short while later, a giant cauldron containing a ton of beans boiled over and exploded, showering the Boston ballpark with scalding beans. <laughs> 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 so, when was the molasses flood? Nineteen nineteen. I mean, nineteen nineteen oh three. So, like you know, within eighteen years is a. a f- a, a, a bean disaster and then a molasses disaster. <laughs> Poor town. And everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows you don't get really tasty baked beans without a little molasses too. So I think right. really- the next segment here on the best of 2022 at the middle class holes. I don't even recall where this spawned from. I don't recall how we went down the rabbit hole and made a, a, a 90 degree turn into nowheresville. But, uh, it spawned quite the conversation as we talk about uh, the taboo subject of grave stealing. Check it out. It's brilliant on this criminal's part. 
But this also made me think of why don't people grave rob more? I'll get your thoughts on that in a minute. Alan? Can we just go to the grave robbing thing? Because that just that just <laughs> sounds interesting, more interesting to me. I mean, yeah, you know no. who these people were. You know who these people were. You know what they were worth. You know what they were buried in. You know what they're packing underground that nobody's going to miss, and nobody in a real sane mind is ever going to get to. So, the person in the box ain't using it. So why not? Like you know, you know Aunt Bertha's fucking Tiffany brooch is on her fucking coat when she goes into that dirt, and. That just seems like a waste of perfectly good Tiffany jewelry, you know. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, I, 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 you. This is almost like Inception, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt does the recon. Like, we need a recon person on our team because if that motherfucker ain't on Aunt Bertha's wrist, and we dug and dug and dug and rented, uh, you know, some sort of light to to be able to in in and burn a gajillion calories and open it up to empty wrists. Fucking recon guys getting a shovel to his dick. <laughs> Look, that's reasonable. I think, <laughs> and I think the recon guy, you know, he's just got to really, he's got to really dive in. He's got to go to like viewings. He's got to attend funerals. That's just a stranger. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a, a oh, I, I, you know, I worked with him. I, I heard, mm. you know, I heard coworker, old ex coworker, let me know. And maybe if uh, you know if you play your cards right, you could pull a Will Ferrell from Wedding Crashers. You know, get some get some grieving tail. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's very much Wedding Crashers leg. It's it's just you know funeral crowd. You got to do your you got to do your research. Right, got to get family See, trees, things of that nature. The way I'm looking at it is you gotta you you pay off. Um, oh, who's the guy at the funeral home that like you know prepares the body? You know, you pay him off. Hey, you know, did they have anything valuable? Was it fake? Did it look legit? Uh, the only and thing then, I can think of is like a morgue butler, and that's not it. That's uh, a morgue <laughs> butler. Is that a thing? Well, I think a... Yeah. <laughs> morgue butler. Yeah, this is the morgue butler episode now. I hope you did. <laughs> That guy's got the ease. That guy's got the easiest job of all. Uh, can I get you anything, sir? <laughs> nope. The nothing. Bur- the guy's gonna lay there. Borg concierge. That sounds right. <laughs> oh god, an, ex- an extra pillow. <laughs> but no, I mean that makes perfect sense. Like, uh, you know, un- Uncle, you know, un- Uncle Jim Bob has a fucking like gold tooth or a diamond tooth. Mm. You know, you know, right? Wiggle that bad boy on out of there. He doesn't need that in the afterlife. You know. Uh, yeah, you gotta have a guy on the inside. I think recon guy's got to establish a lot of relationships. Uh, he's got to do some. It's basically just networking, but for dead people. So where where do you uh, where do you draw the line? I mean, uh, say uh, Uncle Uncle Petey Stop. about six about six feet about six feet. Yeah, I <laughs> say Uncle Petey got uh, got buried in a you know a twenty five hundred dollar Armani suit three piece with some uh, with some. With some shit kickers that are that are real nice. Do you take those puppies too? I mean, is it, you got to ask yourself: Is it worth the dig? Yeah. yeah. Are they Ferragamos? Yep, probably. We'll take okay. those. I mean, I mean, obviously you can't go after like strictly famous people, but I say you know, look. Here's what's the best part: is the richest people usually get those mausoleums, like the above ground, like just like little stone fortresses. Crowbar and a big rock open, 
ain't as hard as digging under the ground. So that's where you target first, okay? Uh, you go for old money. You go for Rolexes, diamond rings. You know, like you said, like old ladies, old money, old ladies Kennedy, with brooches. Rockefellers, Vanderbilts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, I'm sure you could do some serious recon at places like that. I'm sure you could roll into a place like that. And be like, oh, I was a, I was a business partner of his. No, you, you, dedicate, you, dedicate, <laughs> you dedicate the next 20 years of your life to become a fucking stonemason, okay? So you break into these mausoleums, <laughs> no fucking trace. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, and, and I, it doesn't have to be as covert as I think everybody thinks. Have you ever seen cemetery security? If they have it, it ain't like they're, they're just some guy who's the local drunk who likes to stay up till 5 in the morning uh, you know, drinking like uh, peppermint schnapps until he falls on his face. You you pay him a couple hundred bucks. You you just roll in there with some heavy equipment and say, "Oh yeah, we're getting prepped for tomorrow." That's it. The next segment. Uh, this is a classic, at least in my humble opinion. A few months ago, as you recall, Joe Biden was trying to, his best to put the axe on Jules, the uh, the t- the tobacco list uh pods you know it's e-cigarettes uh Murr, of course who's a a uh who uses these who smokes jewels uh pretty much said he didn't know what he was gonna do uh alan interjects and <laughs> I, i'll leave it at that no jewel for you jewel had mint it was straight it was greatest fucking flavor i don't know I, jewel should be selling that on the black market to somebody it was the greatest flavoring in the world it was perfect they forced them to stop selling it because kids were jewel, were using the jewel. They forced them to stop all their flavored, their uh, like the fruit flavored stuff. So they only do Virginia tobacco, which is a really dark, thick, nice tobacco taste, and then menthol. I hate menthol. They actually got the taste of a cigarette into that Virginia tobacco jewel pod. I don't know what I'll do if they go. They they stole my mint from me, and I don't know what I'll do if they don't. If they do away with this Virginia tobacco thing, man, mm. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to quit. I don't want to start smoking cigarettes. And they tax you on every one of the pods. You can only get a two pack or a four pack, and they tack a four dollar tax on each one of those little pots. Yeah, they do. I heard about that. Like, you, you're. you're I mean, I guess are you trying to price people out of their habits? Yes. Yeah. Precisely. That's exactly what they're fucking trying to do. It's supply and demand. It's, it's not right. rocket science. Yeah. Just stop, just stop doing it. If you have. <laughs> If you if 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 you keep buying it and they keep upping the price, they'll keep selling it. There will be, it. People yeah. will stop doing it simply because it's just not worth it. Yeah. I know, but then Alan's like, "Well, just smoke a cigarette like a real man, like not for ten dollars a pack, which Alan, is where they are Alan's now." Alan's saying or that tongue do cheek. neither. <laughs> Alan's saying that to just smoke a cigarette tongue in cheek. I don't think he's. I, I know. I no. know. I mean, yes, but also fucking no. Like I don't smoke either, but like I went to a party and I bought a pack of cigarettes because. I'm not a pussy. I'll just smoke fuck a cigarette if I want a cigarette. Like, so yes and no. Like, I get that there's a usage for the jewel pod and to go for it, but well, also like just stop doing both of them. You but he, unnecessary. Yes, I smoke, agree with you on weed, that. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. But you're coming at it from someone who could buy that pack, smoke. You know, not even the whole thing. Be done with the party or the weekend, and then not see another one for, you know, till. For months, maybe a year, and then like that, Murr is coming from a perspective where he could, you know, that that may or may not be an option. Sounds like he needs that 
I, I, I look, I, I will admit I am addicted to nicotine. I am 100% addicted to nicotine. It ain't heroin. I mean, it's, it's, it's a long, slow death. Well, but but it's not heroin, but it's starting to sound like it could be kind of like it when you're like, I don't even know what they I'd do <laughs> if they take my Virginia tobacco jewel pod. Like, <laughs> Jesus, fucking easy there, bud. Just stop. Maybe see an addiction counselor. I don't know. Some, something's got to give. You don't or, need to pay a million dollars for cigarettes or worry about a short supply of your sweet, sweet nicotine juice. Like, yeah. To stop or like like our dear Wesley said is a victimless crime. I am exhaling water vapor. I'm getting all the bad shit. So fucking leave me alone. Just I mean, leave that's fair. Me alone. Next one is a short clip. Uh, I couldn't leave it out. It's just a shade under two minutes. So I'll keep the introduction small. But uh, we go on about uh, an internship at the discotheque as a young man or young woman was able to earn credits as an internship somehow at a discotheque dance hall enjoy by the way i i was um i was flying through the map here in the in the world the uh, largest i came by cameroon 16.67 centimeters i'm sure there are a lot of governments in africa that don't uh you know do national penis statistics <laughs> very well <laughs> who was the intern that compiled all this data Oof. Yeah. excuse me sir i'm doing a research project Actually, Could you pull your penis through the hole of your underwear? I missed. I, I missed. Yeah, I missed that. Are you wearing? Hey, listen. Pull your unbutton your buckle. All right, do it correctly, buddy. <laughs> Show us how you go pee. <laughs> it was actually Ecuador, seventeen point six one. Ooh, seventeen point. Look at the look at the Latinos. That's breaking a stereotype. Six point nine. Very much so. Six point nine. Seventeen point six one. Six point nine. Almost a seven inch dom average at ecuador yeah on average all right now i got that's okay i do need to know like who is the intern that was doing the research <laughs> seriously because i mean were they just asking the question or were they measuring with the tape hmm. there's there's a single college intern and he hung out in discotheque bathrooms <laughs> and he's just like excuse excuse me sir <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to leave this at your front desk. If you could just have people fill it out when they come in, that'd be great. Would you like to help the University of Ecuador <laughs> gather data on penis sets? Oh, listen, I could really use these three credits. Bad. <laughs> and then and he, he comes up to him with a clipboard and a bullet of cocaine. And he's just like, here you go. And the guy's just like, there you go. Dad, take a look. Get on in there. <laughs> This one coming uh, via Labor Day episode, uh, and I was curious about whether or not I was becoming a get-off-my-lawn guy. And as a matter of fact, this was the first time that we were able to record in studio, in person. We were really excited about that. Uh, we got up to Bel Air, Maryland at 5 North Main. Um, but yeah, I had called out and saw a beer thievery happening before my eyes. I alerted the, uh, I alerted the beer vendor as well as authorities. And I was curious if whether or not I was just, you know, growing up and being a get off my lawn old jerk. Have a listen. Something happened at the game that made me wonder, am I just turning into a grumpy old fuck? Am I just turning into a, yes. a get off my lawn? All, All right. right. Already, yes. <laughs> I don't know what the topic is, but yes. Okay. But okay. No, go ahead. Proceed. So uh, we, we watched the first game. It was a 105 or 110 first pitch. Uh, there's a 20-minute break. Second game, the stadium is about half of what it was in terms of attendance. 
and Sarah and I are like, yeah, let's get better seats. We go down, uh, we're, we're up the first baseline a little bit, and uh, somewhere around like the third or fourth inning, uh, if I say the name Clancy, I know you know. Do you know Clancy, the beer vendor? Yes. Uh, I'm, I, no. Okay. He's, he's a, <laughs> I was he, going to make up the fact that I knew something that I don't, but no, I don't know I Clancy. thought you said Tom Clancy. <laughs> oh, was he at the game? <laughs> he didn't say beer vendor. That's exactly where I was going. Sorry, so this is a storied beer. Does everybody know who Clancy is that it, goes to games he, regularly? He's yeah. a, he has a cult following. He has okay. a beer named after him with, with, yeah, he's been doing it since the early 80s at, at Old Memorial Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's coming by. There's a group of people next to us, about five or six deep, and he says specifically, I'm not selling you a beer. It's a young lady, nice. early 20s, who yeah. was visibly just like, Ooh. she looked like she was casting for The Walking Dead. Mm. Like, all right, give us your zombie walk. Yeah. Oh, I like this, though. Gotta, this is where I get off, though. I think I know where the story is going to go, but there's about a five-minute period where I'm just enraged and engorged. Okay. I'm just looking at this. Karen fight that's getting ready to happen. I'm, I'm tap. I'm not even watching the game. I'm tapping Maria on the leg. Like, hey, watch this shit. Well, that it involves me, so I don't. Karens um, and yeah, Kens or something like it. that. So uh, they we, they collect the money because it was a couple people buying not just beers, but there were some waters and he was you know some cards, some cash. And at the end of our row, which is a section over, someone's like, "Hey, let's go. All right, I'll be right down." Picks up a couple beers, walks down. Young lady who he didn't sell beer to. Does like a Pink Panther style, like goes under the railing, grabs a beer and a water, <clears throat> and turns around. Wait, she stole him? Stole. Oh. I said, Hey, put that back. And she turned around and gave me a nasty look. And I was like, Last chance, put it back or I'll fucking tell him. I'll fucking rat you out. And she turns around and her friend who's sitting next to her is like, Is that how it's going to be? And I was like, Yeah, straight up. That. He pays for that out of pocket and you're stealing from his pocket. That's yeah. fair. And I was like, last chance. And by that point, he had already walked up and was like, last chance for what? What's going on? And, was, and luckily, before I said anything, Sarah was like, yeah, they stole from you. And he's like, okay, fine. I'm going to go get security. By the time he went up to get security, they were screaming at me, calling me a rat snitch, oh, bitch, yeah. yada, yada. Mm. And I, I, was a, I did get out and eat my ass. Uh, nice. to which like security, security was like, stop. That's good. That's good. I like that. It's <laughs> yeah. like a little, it's a jab. Sure. Yeah. I think it was kind of, that insult kind of let them know, Hey, I'm not as old as you think. Yeah. You know, eat I, my ass I, yeah. is still, I'm in, of, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hip to the game. Right. Right. Yeah. I get it. Turned up. <sighs> and, um, so security throws them out and I did have about a 20 to 30 minute moral tug of war as to whether or not I'm, I'm just some snitch old cranky piece of I shit mean, now you are you like i, I was right you are you, mm. you definitely yep like even before the story was told you you old <laughs> and you are a rat that's fine <laughs> but in this instance it's okay to be a rat you can't be stealing from beer vendors that's just fucking right yeah like you said it's coming out of their pocket okay yeah, yeah. you can't be doing that and this is a stalwart yeah that's true right of the of the orioles franchise sure you know there he's a he's a home team guy he's been yeah. there since memorial stadium yeah he's selling he's selling you booze he's gonna remember you yeah. you got season passes you got season tickets you can go to limited games for the rest of the season and old clancy gonna be coming by and be like hey Tracks. hey wesley Hey, remember when you did me that solid? Hey, uh, I'm gonna slide you. Hey, Camden Yards Beer Patrol man. Damn I straight. remember. Damn straight. You're gonna be the first one when he says, "I got colons." He's gonna go, "Boom, you yeah. first. Right. So mm -hmm. fuck that bitch. No, fuck her. Okay. You're right. No, you're right. And the thing is, though, I was, I kind of got the idea when you sent the message earlier. I have a, I have a story. 
I have a story from the stadium. I like and how I like how I figured, your yeah. narration of my typing is. I have a story. That's <laughs> well, beautiful. Be, because you got it. You you geared it like I, maybe I'm becoming an old man, get off my lawn kind of guy, and you are, and that's okay. Yeah. Because you're getting ready to turn forty. Right. Okay. You're halfway done. Mm-hmm. All right. You just crossed the halfway point of the marathon. Basically. You're you're almost you're almost dead. Yeah. And so you need to enjoy every moment that's left. You don't have time for bullshit. You don't have time for these chicks to be thrown back in a fool in Camden Yards and in the stadium. Yeah. And now when you were that age, oh, you still had unlimited time. You were in your twenties. Right. See, here's when I was that age, I I snuck liquor in. Yeah. I didn't steal from beer vendors. Yeah, I wore just... cargo shorts, which unfortunately, sorry, Gen Z, you don't like cargo shorts. <laughs> Your fucking problem, not yeah. mine. And you put a pint in yep. in the cargo sleeves yeah. and you bought a Coca-Cola and yep. you enjoyed yourself. That's right. Huh. Yeah, you wouldn't have to steal from Clancy. Yeah. You just pop up, pop open that Deer Park Rickoloff, pour it into a lemonade, and get to go to fucking town. Yeah, yeah, that's and make how a, it goes. Make a weird smirk with every gulp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other caveat I'd like to add to this, though, mm-hmm. is you know when younger folk, we were that way. We thought we knew everything. We thought we could get away with stuff. If you're smart, you can. If you're not, you won't. Right. She didn't have her head on a swivel. She wasn't side of the eye. She wasn't making sure like mm-hmm. hey, she should. If she come up to you and said. Hey, you want something? You'd be like, fuck Clancy. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you put it that way. Snatch me a Bud Light, baby. Yeah, 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 come on down. The motherfuckers are like 12 bucks. (laughs) So if she had planned ahead, you wouldn't have had to turn her in, and none of this would have happened. Yeah. Touche. And and I gave her an out, too. Two instances. Now, her drunk mind, you know, those four or five seconds may have been, you know, that, that quick. And it was that quick. But I said, hey, put it back. Put it back. Put it back around and rat you out. So I gave her an out. I did mm-hmm. do that. Was her group mostly ladies, or were there other dudes, so other dudes in there? There was a there was a girl. There was a young lady sitting next to her who also got thrown out because <clears throat> she was vocal and she was the pack leader and and yelling at yeah, me. Gotcha. She couldn't talk too much. Uh, the one who was the thief. She was hammered. Yeah, her okay. friend was uh, kind of more. Uh, what do you do when you have the puppets uh, and you're you're talking for it? Ventriloquist? Yeah, she's yeah, ventriloquist. Okay, and, okay, okay, okay. Uh, she was this person type woman. Then yeah. the, in front of them, they they shut up. They were like, Mm-mm, nope, not, not with us. None of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, nope. Don't know and they them. even like when <clears throat> the Clancy was like very specific about not, not them, them. And they like, mm, nope, sorry, sorry. If we if we knew you, we don't know you now. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see you, we'll see you with sliders after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, now, at any point, were you worried about like a physical altercation? No, that's not, not that's why I asked the co- the comp like the composition of the group because mm-hmm. I feel like if there were some drunk dudes about. Well, I hey, listen, I think I t- when I when I went through my litmus test of friends to confirm whether or not I was a cranky old fuck or not, yeah. one of them asked that question, and I did say. <clears throat> so in front of them there were four people, two females, two guys, yeah. and I did say I was kind of hoping one of the guys got chippy with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was gonna be like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's always just you're this far away. <laughs> Back to the <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now here's the question though: huh. What if she dove at Sarah? What do you do then? Uh, well, I think to, I think Sarah probably fucks somebody. She would, up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying though. Do you stand back? Maybe throw some water on him. I think I pour her beer on her. Yeah, beer, the yeah. stolen little, beer on stolen everyone. Beer. And maybe their white shirts, you yeah. know. Now, now whip your hair back. Yeah. <laughs> Faster. And then Clancy doesn't even care, <laughs> right. honestly. It's, it's like, like, I'll buy it. It's a wash. This yeah, one's on the like, house. Oh, this one's on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's a wash, literally. Childhood pranks and boyhood pranks are an age-old 
God, it dates back as far as man could write rocks on other rocks. Uh, this comes out of England. One of my, I got, I had a great time doing this bit. Uh, a boy had two, and it's not axe, but it, what's the whatever the equivalent of axe is in England. Two of those emptied uh, at point blank range on his nipples. Uh, about twenty to thirty minutes later, the frostbitten nipples fall off completely. It sounds as crazy as I just said it. Have a listen. Schoolboy loses both nipples after classroom dare involving two cans of Lynx. I had to look that up. It's basically the European Axe body spray. So uh, gym class happens. Gym class ends. Boys are getting uh, ready to get themselves ready to go back to class. And it was like, hey, you should take two cans of Lynx and spray each of them, the entire can, on your nipples. And this guy's like, yeah, okay, sure. No big deal. And it went on. And on and on and on and on and froze the boy's nipples. And the guy who then sprayed him flicked both of his nipples and the nipples fell off. <laughs> he tried to say, yeah, it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. He's like, have you ever seen a wart? It was, it was exactly like that. It hurt. It was raw, exposed skin. Uh, then he goes to class, tries to play it off. Then someone in german class someone points out that hey man you got two blood stains on your fucking chest he's like yeah yeah no this is no big deal the teacher says hey do you need to go see the nurse no no i don't need to see the nurse so fuck me man listen if you can get over basically take the word links translate that to axe body spray find some dipshit that you went to high school with and say hey i'm gonna take these two cans and spray it directly on your nipples the entire can from beginning to end, which is ridiculous. And he described it. He said, hey, you know, it was getting cold and it started hurting. Then it started burning. Then it got numb. And then the person who sprays that drops him is like, wow, look at that. And then your nipple is gone. Gone. <laughs> I like to think they like, they like, they like shattered. Yeah. Here. Wait, is that, what is that? Wait, that's the what's... after. That's, that's, there's no nub. Oh. Uh, it's just okay. dead. It's just dead skin. Yeah. I mean, you know, all things considered, that's, um, I mean, if that's the after, it's not terrible. <laughs> it just looks like a inverted volcano. <laughs> sure. It's an aerial view of Mount St. Helen. You bet. I give that, look, though, I give that kid a lot of credit, though, man. Like, he knew he fucked up. He knew he fucked up in that. He he didn't welch on the bet. He, he saw it all, all the way out. Mm-hmm. Um, he had bloody nipples yet not even nipples i don't even know what you call it he had bloody chest stains and he refused medical attention you know yeah. based on the stupidity of his actions he took the right path by denying any kind of um like salve or any kind of uh anything to make himself feel better he denied all of it which is what you're supposed to do when you do something that stupid. I'd, I'd like to also like to check this clown's diet. I don't know. Maybe he had some unsturdy nipples. Maybe these things were ready to go <laughs> prior, prior to this. Just need a little encouragement. <laughs> He's got weak nipples. <laughs> is that what we're saying? I, I think weak so, maybe. Are... I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know what constitute as a weak or, or pussy nipple, but uh, <laughs> this is up there. <laughs> It's probably one that falls off when you spray it with fucking, you know, <laughs> an entire can <laughs> Yeah. Well, on on a positive note, apparently all the girls in the school unconsciously flocked to him to. Uh, 
because he smelled amazing. I was going to say now we we spoke earlier about Peroni's disease. Now, when this <laughs> kid gets starts to get sexually active, do you think this might be a hang up? Do you think this might be like, you know, <clears throat> with a with some young lady who's like, oh, man, we feel your chest. What what the hell is this? Oh, yeah. About that. Um, don't worry about that. We're still going to have sex, right? No, he ain't got no nipples. This one is like he's like I'm like a Ken doll, but not in the normal way. Like, nah, he's it's, it's not the fucking downstairs portion; it's the upstairs portion. It's just fucking nipples. I think, I think it'll be all right. I mean, it'll be nice and smooth, you know. Like, uh, there's just no braille there. That, that that might be positive at the end of the day. But I do want to know: do 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 nipples grow back? Ooh, God, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, My, from and I'm just and that's just deductive reasoning from what happens when like ladies get boob jobs, and then they make like nipples and sometimes nipples just get butchered. If you go to like one of them, one of them Dominican Republican, uh, Dominican Republic fucking <laughs> yeah, or need <laughs> <laughs> a plastic surgeons. Uh, yes, yeah, so I don't think they do. I yeah. think I don't think they come back. I think it's this is very much not a, a like a lizard's tail situation. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. I I guess I don't expect that, that guy looked like he was like Arab or Indian or something, you know. So no, I think that right. was I think that was a frostbit nipple. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was just black from where it was like free. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like it's dead tissue, brother. Like, <laughs> yeah, these he got like eight fluid ounces of <laughs> highly compressed <laughs> potpourri jammed into it. <laughs> Well, that might be a uh, it might be a positive for him. He'll have these nice little Hershey kisses on <laughs> his pale white body for the rest of his life. <laughs> the last bit, uh, I don't exactly remember how this got going, but of course, Murr and Alan uh, teamed up on me when we start talking about conspiracy things and like that, as they normally do. So they concoct a not only a plan, not only a course name, but a course level for a college level course and a curriculum. They start kicking the tires on. Uh, various talking points, chapters, and things of that nature. This here is the bit called Flat Earth Science. Have a listen. We should start a course, and we'll call it Flat Earth Science. Like Earth <laughs> Science, but it only revolves around the flat we Earth. Probably, we could probably teach this at a community college or something. Yes, as an elective. Jeez. Yes, yeah. I think we're, we're, we're very, very uh, patting, patting ourselves on the back about – I don't think a community college uh, uh, dean or academic advisor is going to go for this, but hey. I, we've discussed this. I took social science and belief in the paranormal at UMBC, a, good, a very well-accredited right. institution of higher right. learning. Listen. I'm sure I could sneak in some QAnon nonsense into a fucking CCBC curriculum. Okay. Whitewater Community College in Arkansas. We can do it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, and also, by the way, we did get about two or three people on a specific TikTok video that I posted, Flat Earthers, that to, where Murray, you had said, I just want to debate some, one of them. And they said, I'll get on. I'll jump on and debate you guys. So there's All that. right. Well, we have to compile, like, questions like this. Yeah. That, that's a fascinating set of factoids that you, uh, you unearthed <laughs> there, Alan. Yeah. Like, yeah, did... I mean, that's a, valid, that's a valid question, I think, right? Like, or... Let's dial it back even more. Saying in the same vein, though, if the Earth is flat, like this is this is tricky because they got to believe in dinosaurs and shit, which is mm. maybe up in the air. Uh, so, like, did 
the meteor that is big enough to extinct the dinosaurs, if you believe that theory, right? Why didn't that fucking thing blow right? Why isn't there a giant hole in the middle yeah. of, of, of Earth plate? I was going to say, where does oil come from? Bam. Yeah. Listen, there, is there is space? one thing that I've known and that I have recognized with conspiracy theorists. And <clears throat> here's the deal. You're going to have to understand this when you ask these types of questions because they don't necessarily no they, they don't well that too they don't necessarily need to create an alternative completely constructed theory to to think or know that they've been lied to you know what i mean i don't need to create the now in a sane person rational person's mind you say well construct the alternative make me believe that this one is better than what i currently believe well and I don't need to do that in order to believe that I'm that someone's fibbing to me. Which well, is I know true. I would make the greatest flat Earth uh, scientist because um, my answer to that would be, well, because flat Earth science is such a is in its infancy, we haven't had time to create the theories that uh, explain the phenomenon that you're speaking to. Yeah. Let me get back to you. This is a new science. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's still more to discover. Yeah, there's Oil's so fake. There's so much to learn. Oil's fake. Well, like, well, like, let's keep going. Fucking uh, the the hole that the dinosaur meteor blew in that. You mean to tell me American Airlines hasn't monetized that as a fast air travel unit? <laughs> I have seen some some good ones with uh, some any flat Earth questions about uh, about airline travel. Like getting from from uh, Santiago to uh, like yeah. other places, where like okay, if it, if it was a flat Earth, this would take fifteen hours. But from here to here, it's you know yeah. half that because of because of the axis. Yeah. Like what, what if like California's on the edge of the meteor hole and Maryland's on the other side? What if I just go down the meteor hole and yeah, round, I, I think it's round Earth. I think it's like Pac Man when you go through the right, you come out the left. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't the wouldn't the Japanese have had to fly across like Asia, Europe, the Atlantic, yes. over the U.S.? They would have had to, to fly Hawaii. over the U.S. to get to Hawaii. Yeah, the, the bombing of Pearl Harbor would have required like fifteen fucking fuel pump ups from from the the original. And Nintendo N64 game, which was really hard. Not N64, Nintendo, sorry. Here's a a conspiracy for you. Japanese Air Force actually refueled in the United States before bombing the United States. (laughs) Oh, shit. Wow. All right, folks. Well, that's the best of 2022 at the Middle Class O's. I hope you enjoyed. Obviously, feel free to reach out to us and check us out on all of our social media platforms. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at MDL Class Holes. We are on TikTok at Middle Class Holes. Uh, YouTube, I don't necessarily do this. This is Alan's department, so forgive me. Uh, you can email us at tickleourtummies at gmail.com. And if you make a comment on any of these videos or any of our social media platforms, assuming that it's appropriate, we will review and talk about it uh, subsequently on an episode or two down the road, depending upon when you make the comment. Uh, so anyway, hey, thank you all. Uh, we will be we will be back at it next week and pretty much every other week for the rest of 2023 because uh, we enjoy doing it that much. Anyway, Boxman here signing off. Thank you all for tuning in and stick around for more middle class.